So that was Patrick Ballantyne. Folks, it's time for Live in the Drew Marshall Show, devoted solely to the art of music. And this week's recording artist was James Burroughs. But James uh, called me just before the show and let me know that his grandfather had just died. And that is a tough thing. And ah, so obviously, brutal. you know, James uh, James could not make it. And uh, we wish him the best. But Patrick Ballantyne is here. And Patrick Ballantyne, he's one of those guys... But I think you're probably tired of this word being used for you as a descriptor. Underrated. Do you get tired of that? Well, I don't know that it's necessarily true, though. Uh, so I, nobody has ever accused me of being more talented than I actually am. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great quote. I'm so quoting you. 
from now on. <laughs> That's fantastic. How you been, Patrick? I've been very well. Thanks for having me back. What's been happening in your in your singing songwriting career? Well, my singing songwriter career. Well, yeah. since I was here, I had to go back to thank gosh for the uh, the. Uh, website with the previous clips and, and previous shows so i was able to go back and figure out okay when was i here last when month? was it november okay november. Oh, so not that long ago. and after as a matter of fact after the show i had to go to the train station to pick up my mom who was coming up from windsor my mom's 90 or some years old right and uh guess what i'm doing after you're picking show? up your mom same thing yeah she's that is up. weird wow. yeah, so it's uh it's it's symmetrical somehow or, or jesus um, <laughs> but I do. After that, I have to get home to bed, so uh, I go to bed at six thirty at night. Sorry, somebody so you was can listening. Go up and, sorry, somebody was listening. Play your guitar and wave at people at one o'clock in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever heard of Johnny Barnes before that? No. You've got to watch the video. No, I had not. That was uh, Mr. Barnes was an inspiring fellow. Can you imagine? I four thirty to nine thirty, ten in the morning, waving, saying "I love you" and blowing kisses Monday to Friday. It's something to aspire to. I, I first need to learn how to love better and then perhaps learn to get up a little earlier. But <laughs> I don't even know that there's a roundabout near my house. No, and it has to be near a roundabout. Yeah. You can't just do it on a one-way street. If one must go to Bermuda, one must go to Bermuda, my friend. I'm prepared yeah. to make a sacrifice. You're okay? You're okay I'm with that? very good with that. Um, hit a month. Hit a month. That's silly. You know what? Don't make decisions while drinking. <laughs> Uh, here's another quote for you. I was having lunch with a couple of friends of mine, and we were, and they were all songwriters as well. And 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 we, somebody sort of joked, "Why don't you put a song?" Because I put an album out last year, mm-hmm. and um, it's you know that's a lot of work, and and so let's make it more work by putting a song out every month. So we, it was just a joke, but, you know. Let's call it hit a month and do it. And I said, "Okay, let's do it." And I called my manager, Tara. Said, "Can you uh, register that?" That name, and she said, "Sure," and we did it. And then I sort of committed to it. Now I feel duty bound to fulfill it. Does that impede on your creativity, having having that that sort of boundary, that hard boundary? No, um, it, it, it hasn't. It's actually been good because you know it's not like I'm re- necessarily writing a brand new song each month. You right. know, I have about half of them have been new. The other have been songs that I've had floating around, which I have an opportunity to to use up now, which is kind of nice. What I do find is that I'm constantly thinking about it. Um, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, okay, I need a song for the you know the, this month and then the month after that. Um, and and that can be a little bit draining when you've also got like a job and uh, <laughs> like a job and uh, like most you know, Canadian in a family artists and, and, and all that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but you know, it, it's been a lot of fun and put, you know, I didn't even think of the artwork, but you have to create a new art, you know, oh, new yeah. sort of cover and this and that. So it's just, it, it's a, it's a fun exercise to, uh, to do. But I find it's easier for, well, if she loves a man, it's easier if she closes her eyes. Ah, ah. You see what I did there? Yeah, that's wow. very good. Awesome. February, the song was She Loves a Man. March, Close Your Eyes. April, Someone You Should Know. Featuring who? The O'Chays. They're at O'Chays. They're Kelly O'Chay and Michael O'Chay down from... Uh, Not to be confused with the O'Jays. Not it's the, the Mexican O'Jays. version Mexican of the O'Jays. <laughs> yeah. The O'Jays. <laughs> I, 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 the actual last name is A-U-T-I-E-R, and they have changed it to the O'Chays. I like it. for, I guess, because it's show busy. And they helped me out in the studio, and, and we just sort of got around a couple of mics and played a couple of songs. Can, are you able to, I don't know, 
play a song for us now? No. Okay, no. folks. No, that's I the end of the enough, Drew Marshall I didn't have show. Enough warning. <laughs> you know what? I'll do. I'll do. Um, uh, I'll do. She loves a man. I, I bring you lyrics. Of, I would love to. I get knew it. that you were a lyric guy, so I'm not. You know, last time I was here, that last album was called Days of Rain, and it was kind of heavy and yeah, dreary. This I'm, isn't. I'm into that. Yeah, I know you are, and and so I picked a couple of songs that were more in that ballpark, but this okay. ain't it. So okay, so what what are we singing again? This okay. is uh, She Loves a Man, which okay. was the first one from the Hit a Month series. Well, folks, we are proud to have Patrick Ballantyne back on the show. He's sounding good. He'll sound even better when I shut up. <laughs> she loves a man. so sunny a man who's glad that she's alive she loves another man yeah she Live on the Drew Marshall Show, buddy. Good to have you back. Yeah, it's awesome to be here. Good to have you back. Good to have you back. In an era where many independent artists opt to go alone rather than sign with a label, the new alliance of Patrick Valentine with Northwood Records reflects a shared synergy not often found between labels and artists. And the most salient ingredients. Their mutual love of songwriting. Well, Patrick Valentine was recently named Best Songwriter of 2014 
by uh, the uh, ABBA fan club of <laughs> Toronto. No, oh, that's not right here. The best. The, uh, by yeah. Now Readers. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's pretty good. He is an established songwriter, having written with Canadian staples uh, like Big Sugar and The Trues, as well as emerging artists like Tim... How do you say his last name? Chasen, yeah. And Meredith Shaw, who I really dig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had her here before. Oh, have you? Yeah. I did not know that. Should I stop? I want to play another song. So have a listen to a produced version of this man, Mr. Patrick Valentine. Sure. No one came I waited But no one came I wonder My arms just the same Pitched a near perfect game But no one came No one saw My dancing And no Travel to France or Spain. It wasn't they were late, just no one came. That plane won't fly, that ship won't sail, that dream's gonna die when y'all can go to hell. That ship won't sail That dream's gonna die We all can go to hell No one came I waited that no one came I wonder my arm just the same Pitched a near perfect game But no one That is Patrick Valentine. I um, I guess I'm kind of turning into a fan of yours. I don't want to sound that creepy about it, but first of all, that's you playing harmonica, as far as I understand. Um, 
Is that a secondary instrument oh, of yours? No, 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 no. In fact, uh, one of my close friends is a fellow named Kelly Hoppy, who goes by the also the name of Mr. Chill, who's the harmonica player for Big Sugar, and he's he's is one of the. I'm not kidding. He's one of the top harp players in the world. This guy is unbelievable. Um, and yet on the, and he played on most of that album. Most of that album, he played the harmonica. Except on this song, where I decided to play it, and it sounds like an amateur playing. When you hear the rest of the record, it's no, like this no. fabulous player. It sounds fantastic. Really? Well, it's Dylan-y, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that it, does all, its, it does its thing. We don't all need to sound like Mike Stevens. Have you ever well, heard of him? Mm, yeah. Have you? Yeah. You're lying. No. You know Mike Stevens? No, I don't. I've heard of him. Okay. I don't know anybody. I don't get out of my basement much. I've heard. Yeah. Is there a poster of you at the Wanta? Uh, uh, the post anymore. office at the Wanta office. Um, <laughs> it makes so much sense. Um, my question to you about your your songwriting, and I think I asked you this last time, is yeah. um, you you have this duality about you where you um, are a lawyer and yet you're shy. I've never met a shy lawyer in my life. Um, well, I mean, I think a lot of lawyers I know are are, are, are shy and withdrawn, and really? they're they're courtroom lawyers, and they they're actors too. They put their their robes on and they head in and they and they play a role, the play of the role of of the, you know, prosecutor or the you know defense attorney or whatever you know. But you know when they take their robes off, they're they're quiet. Now that just me might be the people that I surround myself with. I, <laughs> yes. I, I you know I I don't hang out with a lot of very aggressive people because that just doesn't mesh with my own no. uh, personality. No, no. Um, do you have you gotten to a point where you you just kind of go, I'm not sure I want to write anymore? Has that ever happened to you? Have you oh, ever yeah. hit? Oh, you have. Um, I I. I don't. I, I've always written. It's something I've always done. So I mean, I've always. If somebody asks, "How do you write a song?" It's like, "How do you not write a song?" Yeah. I'm constantly, it, you know, there's constantly songs in my head. But it, it can be, um, it can be frustrating sometimes because you you want to be you, and, and it's purely ego driven. And and I'm not, you know, I'm not going to lie. And I'd be a fool if I tried to to, to pretend otherwise. You want to be better known. You want to be, you know, you want people to know who you are. Sure. And uh, sometimes when you, you you feel like you bang your head against the wall, and you can you know you just get petulant and you don't want to do it anymore. But you know, mercifully for me, that only lasts for a second or two, and I you know and I move on because I, I wouldn't know how to stop. I wouldn't know how to stop. And and that said, if I didn't do it, I'd probably kill somebody because I get I get very antsy and frustrated when I'm not doing what I love to do, and this is what I love to do. In the studio with Patrick Ballantyne. The website is patrickballantyne.com, B-A-L-L-A-N-T-Y-N-E, patrickballantyne.com. You will find many things there to enjoy. A last-minute stand-in, and now this means that I owe you. I'm not, I can't live like that, man. You owe me I, what? You owe me nothing. I don't know. You're giving me, I, you know, this is wonderful. You're saving me from yard work. Oh, okay. So you owe me. Oh, there you go. Okay, all right. Like that. Let's do another song, Patrick. Sure. What's What's the next song? Set this up for us. Man. All right. Well, um, you mentioned Tim Chasen earlier, who is a songwriter I dearly love. He's a wonderful fellow from Prince Edward Island, and 
Um, he and I started working together a few years back when he was putting uh, songs together for his then uh, or his upcoming album at the time, which was called uh, The Other Side. Mm-hmm. Anyway, this uh, we wrote this over a lunch hour. Uh, one time uh, I, I hopped on the GO train after work, and, or at, at my lunch hour rather, we went and wrote the song and I went back to work. Really? So, uh, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, live again on The Drew Marshall Show, Mr. Patrick Ballantyne. So much of moving is just moving on Whenever you're choosing then something is gone And the answer is clear Keep your heart in your chest There's no denying the fun that we had We really did give it our best And the night is filled with black and blue The walls are closing in on you You can't find a way You can't run away You can't blast your way out How far you drifted away from all of the truth you believe. What Joker said that we reap what we sow. Some broken sinner who just didn't know that we must take control, dust off our coats, and leave. Night is filled with black and blue. The walls are closing in on you. So good. Patrick Ballantyne live in studio on the Drew Marshall Show. Um, okay, I have so many follow-up questions. Every time you play, you you poke my brain. Good. good. <laughs> um, I, I Again, I remember, because it wasn't that long ago, you were here in November, so I, I remember a lot of the sort of similar questions that I had. And, and you use biblical imagery. And is that as a result of being a songwriter that is smart and uses old texts? 
and whether it be sacred texts or whatever, or is is the is that part of your upbringing? Probably more of my upbringing. I mean, I agree. Uh, you know, every I went to a Catholic school when I was growing up, high school, grade school, and high school. I uh, was an altar boy. Um, I was totally fascinated by um, by the Bible and the stories in the Bible um, at many different levels. As I've gotten older, it's become more, uh, you know, a, 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 from a historical perspective and a, a cultural perspective um, and maybe somewhat less uh, less spiritual than it was at the time. Um, but I, I just, I just, it's so rich. There's so much there. And unless you have some understanding of what's in the Bible, you're missing out on a lot of what's going on in the world. And uh, you know the source of what's going on in the world. Who was the Joker that said we reap what we sow? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because that line jumped out and just <laughs> drilled me. Yeah, what Joker but... said that we reap what we sow? Some broken sinner who just didn't know that we must take control, dust off our coats, and just leave. <laughs> You're a killer songwriter. <laughs> Uh, what is the one one song that you r- have written? Yeah, that you look back in a in a Dylan esque kind of way and go, I can't explain that. I don't know what I was just a vest. Uh, you know that whole thing that he kind of comes out with. Well, uh, you know what? It's funny that you ask that because this would probably be as close to that as 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 I have. Um, like I say, literally, we got together at lunch hour. Tim played me. You know, sort of saying this melody in the in, in the music, and and the as he was playing it, I was typing lyrics out on my iPad, almost Come like on. It, I, I, it was like it just sort of came out pretty much fully formed. We may have changed a line or two, or worded, like not even a line, a word yeah, or two. Yeah. But this song came out just exactly like that. And it's like I don't know where that came from or how that happened, but I've got plenty that takes where it takes years. You know, you it, you can't quite get what you're looking for. This this particular one, yeah, that's a good idea for a song. <laughs> this particular one just sort of came out right away. It was it was kind of sweet. I don't. I, who who are the heroes for you in the world of songwriting? You mentioned Dylan uh, for sure. Brian Wilson. I've been on a bit of a Brian Wilson Beach Boys kick lately. Wow, is that because uh, you read Helter Skelter? <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not. I, it's only recently that all that part of it came to my uh, that, that I became aware of. It. That yeah. was Dennis Wilson, though. He was the crazy one. Oh, okay. Not, not Brian. Okay. Um, but I love Brian Wilson as a songwriter because he seems to always be the Beach Boys songs always seem to reach higher and higher, and the melody and the longing reach is is so strong in those songs. It's just I find them really inspiring. Clearly, the Beatles were were huge for me. Hmm. Um, I mean, the classic. Every songwriter in this chair probably says the same thing. What do you think of Cat Stevens? And wouldn't that have been interesting to go to his concert that he did at Massey Hall uh, last year? They don't know the beginning of this year. I think it was. It would have been interesting. Yeah. I don't. I don't. I, I certainly knew his 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 stuff as I was growing up, but I mean, I wasn't a big fan of him. Hmm. And in fact, when all that was happening, the concert, I sort of used YouTube to to go back and listen to the albums again. And uh, really, still didn't do it for yeah, you. Huh? Still didn't do it for interesting. Yeah, you know, sometimes it does. At some point, it's going to hit me, and it's going to go, "Oh my God, this is really good." But Neil Young is the same way for me. It's like. Yeah, he's really good, but it's just, it's not for me. You know, it can't be for everybody. So what's this Northwood Records thing all about, really? Um, money. It's all about money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're all getting rich <laughs> off of this. Um, 
what it is is Matt Connell down at uh, at Northwood, and I think you've I think Amber, his wife, has been on the show before. Yes. Amber, Amber McLean, who I just adore, um, but um, uh, he gave me the opportunity to to just to do something like this hit a month nonsense where I can I can put a song together and get it out very quickly. I don't have to worry about the mechanics of releasing a song. I just huh. sort of throw it to him and he t- he he takes care of it from there. So it's it's really easy as a, from a songwriting perspective to to uh to uh release release material and get songs out there and that's really at the end of the day what you want to do is try to reach reach people. What's the? Uh, I, I'm sorry. I just keep coming up with these tiny Talentine questions. Remember that show? Mm-hmm. This back. is the start it's, it's of back. our show. Is I it back? It's back. Yeah, oh my it's goodness. Back. Um, I'm too old for it, though. I <laughs> just barely. Uh, the, did you ever have one of those moments where someone let you know that they were very much impacted by one of your songs? Apparently not, and I'm so glad I asked that question. No, 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 no. Because um, you can make something up. That's fine. No. They, they, I wrote a song with Gordy Johnson from Big Sugar called All Hell for a Basement. At the time, he was inspired by um, a Rudler, Rudyard Kipling quote that Alberta, I don't know what the actual quote is, but he uses the phrase All Hell for a Basement, talking about Alberta as being the most beautiful place in the world, but it's got all hell for a basement with all the oil and the gas and all that kind of stuff. And that song is about... Um, how people displace themselves. You know, again, he was he was thinking of Newfoundlanders, Newfoundlanders at the time, moving to to northern Alberta to work, and mm. you know, removing themselves from the home and the families that they love for weeks and months or years at a time in order mm. to make money because they're not making a living back back home. Um, so the frustration of having to leave halfway across the country to 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 do that, and that's where that song comes from. And I've played that song across the country and you know anytime i've had an opportunity to play i played it down in nashville gordy's played it all over the world and he's had we've all every time we play it, we have people come up to us and say man we love that song that really means a lot to us it really resonates with us so i do have a song like that and i'm very fortunate that that's really cool yeah i was just speaking with lily frost the other day we're we're, um she's on my ipod somewhere she's on your ipod wow that's awkward (laughs) just a recording of her oh right okay um and she just did a thing with uh, Gordon Lightfoot. Uh, I think it was at City. I'm not sure. It might have been on. Anyway, some some little recording thing they did. And uh, and I'm, I've I've been thinking about the um, th- you know the Canadian icons who have traveled across this land and brought this land to the rest of us. So Ian Tyson yeah. would be another one. He's just doing a thing at Hughes Room. Either just did or is coming up. Right. Um, isn't it? It, is it surreal that your name now gets mentioned in in that scene? You know what? I, it's it's a real honor, and it gives it's a real sense of satisfaction to to have reached anybody and mm-hmm. and uh, with with any song and and to have a song that was that meaningful to a lot of people is, is just I, I I can't imagine uh, a better feeling. Hmm. Um, but uh, imagine being Ian Tyson and having reached that many people or Gordon Lightfoot reached that many people with like tens of and 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 songs that would be mm. that would be an absolutely wonderful what it, to me Canadian Railroad Trilogy is is the ultimate Canadian song yeah can you think of another one a Canadian ultimate Canadian song yeah other than the boys are out to bingo. No. Well, you know what? Though you could do a lot worse. I mean, those are quintessential 
snippets wait, of wait, Canadian. The girls are out to bingo. The boys, the boys are getting, are getting stinko. stinko. Got it. All Sorry. To think no more of Inco. There you on go. The Sudbury yeah. Saturday night. Uh, no, you know what? I, I I don't know how nationalistic I am, so I don't know that I have necessarily sought out songs that that uh, that uh, made the fabric of the country what it is. I've well, I don't know why, and, and this is probably a poor time to say this, but I've never gotten into Murray McLaughlin. Okay. I don't want to say one way or another in case I meet him. <laughs> no, you know, there, you know, there, there, but there are there are lots of there's awful lot of unbelievably talented people out there that I have. I just don't know their material very well. Yeah. I knew one or two of their hits, but I also know from experience that their hits aren't necessarily their best songs. Isn't you know, that if you listen yeah. to the albums, yeah. you say, "Oh my God, that's unbelievable!" But it but doesn't not, necessarily get picked up. No, it's not the hit. Yeah, you know, what was a thrill for me was having Fred Penner in here. Oh, I'll bet. That was kind of oh, cool. I talk about somebody who's who's influenced the lives of millions of people yeah, yeah. in a positive way. Yeah. I say. Yeah, he yeah. and Ken Whiteley came in and just knocked it out of the park, yeah, uh, as they say. I'll bet. I'll bet. Um, okay, well, listen, let's let's do another wee tune. Before he does another song for us, I would like the world to know more about PatrickValentine.com. And uh, as we say when we have our musical performances here in studio, don't just sit back and listen. Support these these uh, characters. Buy their music. Go to their gigs. Uh, Patrick's got a great gig coming up at uh, the Moonshine Cafe here in Oakville on July 11th. Uh, or you may want to pick up his previous album, Days of Rain. And uh, Hit a Month is, uh, let's just explain, explain this one more time, Wheezy. We're putting a song out every month. I think it's around about the 21st of each month, uh, a, a new single. It's available through Northwood, northwoodrecords.com or through iTunes or Google, whatever it's called, Google Play, all the usual digital sites. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're, able to, we're able to you know make the song available to whoever can find it and buy it. And it's, it's some, of them, it's some of them are silly. Most of them are, you know, just pretty good songs, I think. Yeah. No, I would I would concur. Oh, thank you. Um, okay, what are we doing here, Patrick? You know what? If you'll if you'll indulge me, this is brand new. Um, I've never played it, so I'm hopefully not going to blow it. Uh, and it's a new song. It's a new song called uh, "My Excellent Boy," and uh, it was inspired by a, a friend of mine on Facebook's post that his excellent boy uh, was going off to do something or other. I thought, well, what a great phrase, "My excellent boy." So I. Picked it up and and ended up writing a song that appears to be about my childhood. So beautiful, there you go, beautiful. Patrick Valentine live on the Drew Marshall Show. Bless it all the choir. 
So that one wrecked me. Why? Well, it it um, because I it, that's my son. Nice. Like I've never heard a song closer to. Well, there's a, there's a song by Missy Higgins where a father is apologizing to his family for being a jerk, and th- that's a song that I've always kind of related to. <laughs> uh, how, you know, my family. Yeah. Uh, but this one, man, that's that's the song for my son. Oh, Holy man. heart attack! Have you laid that down yet? No, 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 no. It's just. Oh it's, man. Hopefully be the June. Hit. Well, yeah. it'll be hopefully, maybe not June, but. <laughs> That was fantastic. Thank you, Drew. Man, that hit me. Gee whiz. Okay, I think we should finish the show before I, I uh, start getting uh, goofy here. But um, I want to I want to go out with our listeners hearing another one of your uh, produced tracks. So we're going to get Tim to just press play behind me here. And uh, uh, Patrick, thank you so much again for coming in. What a My pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you. Real pleasure. It's always a great time here. Uh, Folks, if you missed any of today's show, uh, you want to go to our website. By the end of the week, we'll have everything reloaded for your listening pleasure. Uh, And that would include even our, wow, 35-minute conversation with a couple of, I guess, uh, Scientologist professionals. They have explored and ripped apart and... They're journalists who have just taken this whole thing by storm. Tony Ortega and uh, Paulette Cooper. Also, Johnny Barnes was on our show today, Mr. Happy Man. Type that into Google and watch the video. uh, And then listen to the interview we did with him. So great to have uh, these guys on our show. And Stephen Halfyard, of course, came on and uh, shared what it was like for him to watch his daughter get married only to lose her two days later to cancer. What a story. Thank you for tuning in to our show, folks. It's been a pleasure. It's been a privilege. Uh, And as we say each and every week, remember, if you don't sin, Jesus died for nothing. Bye-bye.